Girls, we deserve beauty sleep. When we aren't getting deep sleep, we are hurting our hormones, which affects how we look and feel. Her Nightly takes getting your beauty sleep to an even deeper level. Infused with a therapeutic dose of melatonin, Her Nightly ensures that we fall asleep quickly and deeply. Once asleep, our all-natural collagen and biotin goes to work all night, repairing our skin, muscles, and hair. This ensures proper nightly recovery to help us feel recovered and energized when we wake up. Her Nightly is an all-natural sleep aid that promotes deep sleep and even deeper recovery. Just take one serving before bed to unwind and decompress. You'll not only wake up feeling energized, but ready to take on the day. It's time to make the most of your night's sleep with Her Nightly. You can check us out on all social platforms at Mixers, M-I-X-H-E-R-S, or on our website at Mixers.com. Hey everyone, happy new year. Can you believe today is the first day of 2021? We made it. We made it through 2020. And I think that if you're like me, I think we are all ready for that 2020 hindsight. Actually, you know, 2020, it it was a hard year collectively for all of us, but I actually felt like there was a lot of amazing things that came from this year. So as I've been reflecting, I feel very grateful for some of the things that have happened in this year. And one of the things that I am so grateful for is that in 2020, that's when we started this podcast. We started actually at the beginning of March, right before all the craziness started. And it has been really fun to have this podcast grow and to be able to have so many amazing guests. And I'm really looking forward to this upcoming year. Um, I am so curious because I know we've put this on our stories on Instagram and things um, in the past, but I'm wondering how many of you guys have set New Year's resolutions? Is that a thing that you guys all do? Because I know that it's something that I do every single year. And one of my resolutions each year is to always focus on my health and to do whatever it is that I need to do in order to nourish myself physically and spiritually and mentally. And a lot of the topics that we talk about on this podcast are going to be things that help us to know how to do these this type of nourishment um, better. So hopefully if that's one of your New Year's resolutions, we can be a great support for you and we can talk about all of these things that will help us so much to be able to feel our best. Um, I know that we are all coming down <laughs> from the holiday highs and Every time that it's a new year, I'm always just so ready, aren't you, for just a fresh start. You know, I may, I ate way more treats than I usually do. Um, I allowed myself to enjoy treats. Of course, I wasn't eating treats, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but definitely more than I usually do in my everyday life. And, um, you know, that's super fun. It's like celebrating. It's great. It feels fun. It's festive. But then you just kind of feel crappy, you know, after you eat like that for too long. And so I always am like, okay, now it's the new year. It's official. I'm going to just get rid of everything that's junky in front of my face and I'm going to start new and I just want to eat healthy and I want to just, you know, feel my, my best again. And I'm just so ready. So I'm sure I'm not the only one. I know so many of you are all thinking the same thing as I am feeling the same way I am and trying to make, you know, a new, you know, concerted effort to be able to improve our, um, our nutrition, our exercise, just our overall health. Right. So, you know, but coming down from the holiday highs is actually kind of like coming down from 
maybe even like a drug addiction. I know that's a little extreme to say, but it's really true. When we have been like eating more high sugary foods and, you know, things that are a little more processed, things like that, our body actually kind of becomes accustomed to it. And so when we're trying to avoid that, it's going, we're going to have these little cravings or, you know, um, things that kind of we're really going to crave, just like we would crave a drug or alcohol or a cigarette or something like that that's not healthy for us. We will have cravings for unhealthy foods as we're trying to transition back into healthy eating. So one of the things that I thought we should start the new year off is talking about what are cravings? What what do they mean and how can we deal with them? And I feel like if we can understand these things, a lot of times, you know, I always say knowledge is power. I'm not the only one that says that, but I say that a lot. Um, knowledge is power. And when we are and, you know, equipped with good knowledge, then we can understand the language of cravings and we can do what we need to, to really satisfy the cravings instead of just kind of temporarily, you know, getting a little fixed, but it's not really addressing the the root problem here. So I want to talk about like those things that I talked about, how to decode some of the most common cravings and, and then just talk about the things that we can do to understand, you know, what these cravings mean. You know, food cravings are, they're funny things. Once the desire for like a certain food strikes, it can be so hard to think about anything else until you give in. And so we can spend, you know, our weekends meal prepping and having a ton of nutritious food ready for the whole week, which is what I'm going to be doing this weekend. But you know, when a craving for salty food sets in, it's so easy to just like push those balanced meals and snacks aside and reach for a bowl of, I don't know, boxed mac and cheese or something fast and easy, like a bag of chips or something instead. So First of all, I really do want to start because I feel like um, this is kind of something that gets misinterpreted or misunderstood would probably be the better word. Um, When we talk about cravings and, and trying to stop cravings, a lot of times people get sensitive about that and they're worried that we're saying that we really shouldn't be eating. There is a difference between hunger and a difference between cravings. As healthy women, we need to eat a lot of nourishing foods to keep our hormones balanced. So I am all about eating lots of food, but just making sure that, you know, we're eating the foods that are going to actually nourish us and actually give us what our body is asking for. So when we are hungry, what we should do is eat food, but if we are having cravings and we know we're not actually hungry, we've we've taken in the energy, we've taken in you know what we need. Our our bellies are full, but we're still craving something. What we need to do is actually pay attention to those cravings to know what it is that we need to feed ourselves more of. Now that could be food that feeds our body, or it could be something else that actually feeds our soul. There's lots of different foods that feed us, and cravings are really just messages. They are telling us what is missing in our lives. And so if we can understand and learn the language of cravings, we are really going to make things a lot easier on ourselves and be able to better take care of our bodies. Research reveals that cravings can pop up for a lot of different reasons. Many of them are psychological, things like nostalgia, memories, emotional attachments, pleasure, um, and reward. All of those things play a role here, but psychology isn't the only factor behind cravings. You know, we talk a ton on this podcast and at Mixers about hormones, right? So a lot of cravings can actually happen because of hormonal changes, and then also nutrient deficiencies play a huge role in some of these craving situations too. So 
Let's dive into it today. We're going to talk about some of the most common cravings, what they're telling us, and how we can really satisfy them and just, you know, have them pass. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about salty food cravings. I feel like salty food cravings, um, I actually did a poll on our private Facebook uh, group called Her Place by Mixers. So if you're not a part of that group, go ahead and ask to join because we'd love to have you in there. But I did a poll um, at the beginning of this week to talk about what were some of your most common cravings. And it was kind of all over the place, but we're going to talk about each of them. So if you were somebody that said that you're most common craving is salty foods. Let's talk about what that means first. Okay. So if you're craving salty foods, there's a good chance you're dehydrated. This could be from sweating. It could be because you're sick. It could be because you've exercised a lot and, or you're really stressed. Maybe there's some chronic stress going on in your life. Um, maybe you've been drinking too much alcohol over the holidays, or maybe you're on some medication that's a diuretic or maybe you've even had some stomach troubles that have you go into the bathroom a lot. Um, these cravings are often a sign that your body is trying to rebalance electrolyte, electrolytes and it needs more water. So our body naturally craves fluids and salty foods to help replenish those electrolytes and to create more balance. Um, and that can easily, you know, get unbalanced. You know, there's lots of ways that we lose these electrolytes. And so that is why we have these cravings. Cravings actually are a helpful tool for our body. They, Like I said before, they help us to understand what it is that we need. So one of the best ways to actually curb a salty, like um, junk food type of a craving is by eating foods that are higher in salt naturally. So some of my favorite naturally higher in salt um, foods are things like beets or celery, carrots, or even adding um, salts like pink Himalayan salt to your meals or vegetables is a good way to go. If this is something that you're noticing that is a common craving for you, you may be needing just a little bit more salt. Now, obviously, I don't want you to go crazy on it, but just pay attention. Pay attention if that's something that you really need and think about what your day's been like and and that could be what the problem is. You may also be craving salt because you, you regularly eat salty food. So that's why I want you to be really careful about you know, adding too much salt to your food. You might just be somebody that that's kind of been the habit. You grew up with the salt shaker, you know, on the table and everybody before they take their first bite, you know, sprinkles a bunch of salt on their foods. That just might be something that's become that you do something that you do regularly. So we tend to crave what we eat a lot of in our diet. So we need to take a look at what we normally eat on a daily or weekly basis. And if that does include a lot lot of salt um, or processed foods and, you have like a heavy hand on that salt shaker. Obviously, the best thing you can do is just to try cutting back to see if your salt cravings could just subside just based on that. Um, most of the time, like I said before, is that hydration is the problem, that you are dehydrated. So many times we drink fluids, but we're not always drinking a lot of hydrating fluids. A lot of times we're drinking things that actually can dehydrate us. So make sure that you're drinking lots of good you know, lots of water, lots of things that really are going to hydrate you. Hydration is going to be the key to kicking those salt cravings. That's the first thing I would say, just start with is just get that water intake up. You'll want to make sure you drink enough water every single day. And if you need to, you can add some in electrolytes. Um, If you've lost a lot of of fluids, like through sweating, or if you've been sick and some of my favorite types of, um, electrolytes that you can find is actually through coconut water. So if that's something that you've been, you know, needing more of, that's a really great natural way to um, increase your electrolytes. 
Um, there's the recommendation, you know, of eating or drinking, sorry, eight, eight ounce glasses of water every single day. That was something that was thought up, I don't know, 50 or 60 years ago. Um, a doctor was just asked at a conference, what was the recommended amount of water that we should be drinking every day? And he just threw that out there and it's stuck. And so it's become just kind of this rule of thumb, but a better recommendation because we are all different. We're all different sizes. We all have different activity levels and things like that. What I recommend is that you take in minimally, if you take your body weight in pounds and you divide it by two, that's the number of ounces that you should be drinking in every day. Okay. So that's a better way to make that customized for you. And that's the minimum amount, like I said, of water that you should be drinking every single day. More water, the better. You're going to feel better. A lot of times too, just a little interesting fact is we have a hunger hormone that's called ghrelin. Ghrelin is what makes our stomach kind of grumble. and But it's also, ghrelin tells us that we're hungry, but it also tells us that we're thirsty. So a lot of times when you have that little grumbling in your stomach, try drinking water first. And a lot of times that hunger sensation or that grumbling will actually go away because it wasn't that you were actually hungry. It was just that your body is dehydrated and needed a little bit more water in it. So another thing that can cause salty um, food cravings is stress. Okay. So if stress is the culprit that's driving your cravings, Obviously, we need to do everything we can to make an effort to decrease the amount of stress levels um, within our body, like doing the things that help to relieve stress naturally. So exercise, um, eating a healthy diet actually is a great stress reliever. When we're eating junk food, it really causes causes a lot of stress on our body. And then obviously rest, just more downtime, making sure that we are doing some deep breathing, that we're doing some meditation, that we are just taking time to just sit and be creative or to read a book or something like that, that just helps to relieve um, stress um, and send safety signals to us, right? So before you submit to a food craving, consider your stress levels, kind of think about what's going on in your life. Um, and that's really where we kind of look at like, what is what are you missing? Like, you know, when I say what's feeding you, it's not always the food that's on our plate. Sometimes it's the thing and things in our life. And, and so we really need to see like, okay, maybe it is that you just really need more time, um, talking to your friend on the phone, or you really just need more time just to read a good book and just kind of get your mind off of all of the stress that's around us. Um, sometimes that's what we need to feed us more than anything else. So if we can kind of think about those things that we're maybe missing in our life and make those a priority, then that will help us to be able to avoid this binge eating that sometimes happens when these cravings are so strong. All right. The next one I want to talk about is the sweet food cravings. This is the one that I think that I get um, caught up in a lot. I, I crave the sweet foods. So what does it mean when we have sweet food cravings? It means that um, we're actually probably having a little response to imbalanced blood sugar levels. As our blood sugar levels go up, our cravings will then subside. But as our blood sugar comes down, then our body starts craving it more. So blood sugar imbalances can happen for lots and lots of reasons, including things like if we are deciding to have a, a New Year's resolution to lose weight, a lot of times we will cut our calories. And so these cravings are going to become very strong if we're not eating enough. But they also can come from eating too many starchy foods and not enough protein and healthy fats along with some of these um, starchy foods. Sure. Sugar cravings are also common when we're tired because sugar 
tends to be our go-to like quick source of energy when our body needs it really quickly. That's why we crave some salt or some sweet foods because that sugar is going to give us that quick energy boost, but it's not very sustainable, right? So it makes sense that our body craves high calorie foods when it's not getting enough calories. Um, But if we're on a low carb diet, for instance, it's possible that you'll crave sweets because your body's asking for the most simple form of glucose or sugar to fuel itself. Okay. So how do we curb cravings for sweets? We need to keep our sugar intake to a minimum as best as we can, and then make sure to eat balanced meals containing protein, high fiber, carbohydrates, and healthy fats. So I have a saying that I always use, and I always say PFC, get all three. And what I mean is that protein, fat, and carbohydrate, I want you to eat all three of them at every single meal. What that does is it's going to help curb sugar cravings um, because sugar cravings, um, can be fulfilled, you know, by eating nutritious meals, including hearty balanced breakfast in the morning. Um, and then also just, like I said, talking about, you know, drinking that water, that's going to also help, but, um, turning to things like vegetables, such as some of my favorites, sweet potatoes, squash, carrots, um, and naturally sweetened foods such as like coconut and grapes and berries or high fiber foods like garbanzo beans and lentils, they can significantly help curve our sugar cravings. Um, But if sugar cravings keep popping up because you're tired, you're not getting good sleep, what you need to do is just make sure that you're doing everything you can to set yourself up for restorative sleep every single night. Now, we have a product at Mixers called Her Nightly. It just released back in November. Um, So if you're not familiar with it, this is something that's good for you to know. Her Nightly is actually designed um, to help calm and relax us, to be able to help us get that deep sleep that we need each and every night. It's a hot cocoa mix, so it tastes delicious. Um, It has all kinds of nutrients in it that help us to relax, but it also is um, has good amount of protein in it because it has, um, biotin and it also has, um, collagen in it. And so that's going to be super helpful to be able to help restore and replenish our needs and help us to have healthier skin and nails and, and, um, hair and ligaments and all of our tissues and our bodies. So great. So just be aware that that is something that you could start drinking in, you know, like before you go to bed to help you be able to get better sleep. But you can also try to incorporate calming activities like meditation and yoga into your day. Um, I find that this helps me so much. If I can do these types of things and it gives me that kind of relaxation that I need in order to be able to kind of doze off into this really nice, peaceful sleep every single night. Finding ways to improve your sleep cycle and your stress levels is always a better idea than reaching for sugar for quick, um, but obviously unsustainable energy, but it's going to be really hard. You're going to have to really be aware of what that sugar craving is telling you because that's going to just be your first go-to because your body's going to think, I need more, I'm tired, but I need more energy. So I need sugar, right? But if you can instead no, oh, wait a second. I'm not really needing more sugar because who needs more sugar? What I need is I actually need better rest. I need more time to restore. Okay. All right. Let's talk about caffeine cravings. All right. I know this is one that is a big, a big one for us. And um, we have lots of conversations about caffeine. Um, what do caffeine cravings mean? So a lot of times we did a caffeine, a kick caffeine challenge back in September 
of 2020. And it was an awesome, fun group that was involved in that. And one of the questions that I asked was, does the idea of a morning without your preferred caffeine source leave you feeling just a little bit nervous? And it was funny and interesting to hear a lot of the responses that I got from that. Um, I think so many of us, it's just kind of become something that's more of a habit, but it's also many of us are dealing with a cortisol um, dysregulation problem. And so we are waking up feeling exhausted. And so if that's you, that's something that you need to pay attention to and realize that that caffeine is going to give you a quick um, burst of energy. But again, just like the sugar, it's not going to be sustainable. And this could be your body telling you that there is an imbalance that needs to be addressed for sure. A lot of us, you know, it's familiar. A lot of us are, you know, have that little afternoon slump. Um, Usually it hits right around that 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. time. And so I know so many of my clients um, have a habit now of just going and heading out for to get a little latte or like a caffeinated soda or something. And they really do feel like they need it to get through the rest of their workday. And so anyways, these are things that, you know, this slump is happening because there is some deficiencies, right? And the caffeine is that quick fix. Um, but it's really actually kind of creating this whole vicious cycle and it's actually draining us of our actual energy and not actually providing us with energy. Caffeine cravings actually can happen for so many reasons. Sometimes, like I've said, it's just simply just a habit um, while others time, other times it's we're reaching for it to help fight the exhaustion um, that we feel when we're stressed out or just, you know, life is just hard and we're just not getting the rest we need or whatever. Um, but it, it can also show up if we have low iron levels. Okay. So again, that's something that you want to be paying attention to. If you're feeling symptoms like fatigue and you're feeling weakness, a lot of times that's um, going to be happening because your iron levels are too low and yet your body's going to be, or your brain more like it is going to be telling you, go grab the caffeine because that will be a quick fix and make you feel better. But really what you need to do is try to focus on in, um, improving those iron levels. So let's talk about that. How do we curb cravings for the caffeine? Um, to fight caffeine cravings, again, <laughs> you're going to want to stay hydrated. I water is the best. It's just so important. It's so vital for every function in our body. Um, sometimes I know it's hard to get in enough water, um, because sometimes it's boring, right? So that's why at Mixers, we're like, let's make our supplements in a, in a form where we can drink it because it's going to do two things. It's going to give us the nutrients that we need, but it's also going to encourage us to drink more water. So Her Power, you know, is one of our products that helps to provide um, our body with nutrients that support natural energy production. So you're really going to get um, what your body's actually needing. You're going to get that good, healthy energy um, without stimulants and without the crash that comes through it. But other ways that we need to, you know, focus on obviously is to make sure we are getting enough rest. Like we talked before, eating iron rich foods is also a big one. So things like, um, beans, uh, selfish or shellfish, um, is they're super high in iron spinach. Obviously any dark leafy greens are going to be high in spinach. Um, red meat is very high in, I say spinach high in iron. Red meat is high in iron. Quinoa actually is a great, um, plant source of, um, of iron as well. And something that is really good with all of those other things that I'm talking about too. And also broccoli. Um, those are things I can think of off the top of my head, but those are all foods that are very rich in iron. And so if you are finding that you're really craving ca- caffeine, try to incorporate some of these foods into your diet daily and you will be feeling a lot better. 
If you have a feeling um, your craving may just be habitual, it's important for you to try changing up your habits. Um, So for instance, in the morning when you wake up, instead of grabbing that cup of coffee, what you could do instead is try to uh, grab a glass of tea, like herbal tea um, or lemon water. That's how I start my morning. I start my, um, I get my teapot, you know, starting to heat up. I don't take it to the boil. I'll just get it warm and then I will take a half a lemon and I'll just squeeze the lemon juice in there. And then I drink that and it just really um, is so refreshing. It's so hydrating. And what it does is it helps to um, get my digestive juices flowing so that through the day as I'm eating, then I'm able able to actually break down and absorb the nutrients that my food is giving me. So then I do have actually better energy because that's another you know energy zap is if our body is not able to digest and actually absorb the nutrients that we're taking in um, through our diet. So those are things just to take, you know, Take attention or pay attention to it and see what's, you know, what's maybe relating to you and 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 see where you could maybe kind of improve some of those things um, and see if that caffeine craving can go away because caffeine truly is there's not a whole lot of benefits. I know there are some studies out there showing that it can help to raise, you know, metabolism and fat burn and stuff like that, but at what cost? <laughs> All right. Especially hormonally. There's a huge hormonal cost when we are drinking too much caffeine. So just be really cautious of that. Um, let's talk about chocolate. Chocolate does have a little bit of caffeine in it. Um, chocolate is awesome. I feel like that's a common thing. I think that's why we decided to make her nightly into a hot chocolate because it's something that's a common craving for women. And there's a reason for that. So chocolate is high in both sugar and fat. And it can be craved for, again, like the others, a multitude of reasons, including we're just needing a sugar fix. We have that energy slump, right? And so we're just needing that quick fix. Um, But also PMS, so premenstrual syndrome, like there's that hormone fluctuation that's going to really crave, make us crave more energy, make us crave some other nutrients and things that can actually be found in chocolate. Um, Hunger, caffeine cravings, um, also chocolate is habit. You know, a lot of us just um, use it to kind of reduce stress to entertain us, you know, lots of things that chocolate is magical and it can do all kinds of things. Um, but you know what it is that your body is most likely trying to tell you that it needs it's magnesium. Magnesium is really important. Um, if we are deficient in magnesium, which most of us are, um, then our PMS symptoms will be very hard. These cravings are going to be very strong. Um, so it's important for you to make sure that you're getting in enough magnesium. Um, sometimes our body just develops, like I said, a, a habit of reaching for certain foods when we're in specific moods. Um, so if you always go for chocolate when you're sad, for instance, then what you're doing is you're just creating this little conditioned response. Okay. But dealing with a chocolate craving, um, is going to depend on its source too. This is something that's really important. There's good, really great chocolate out there. That's very healthy for you. And we could consider it a superfood. Um, but then there's other chocolate that's like, not going to have many nutrients in it at all and much um, benefit for us at all. One option for you is to look for these healthier foods, um, like just in general, not just chocolate, but healthier foods that are actually high in fat and sugar. So um, what I recommend always, I love avocado toast or I love 
an apple with like almond butter. That would be a really great option if you're needing just a little bit more of that higher healthy fat and just some natural sugar. Those would be great snacks to grab if you're having that kind of craving and it will usually just kind of shut it down. All right. Um, Balanced meals and snacks though will help you maintain energy levels and may also keep cravings at bay. So if you're just always thinking about trying, you know, that PFC every three or eat all three, um, you're really going to notice that your cravings go down quite a lot. Um, If you are craving chocolate because of a magnesium deficiency, you'll want to eat magnesium-rich foods. Again, the avocado toast. Avocado is actually very high in magnesium. Also, beans are high in magnesium. Almonds, um, fatty fish, and even dark chocolate. So really dark chocolate that's over at least that 70% um, is going to be a good option for you. I always like to have a little dark chocolate on hand um, and just have one little square, you know, and it really satisfies and it makes me feel like I'm not being deprived and I just get a little bit of a treat. And then that craving just kind of goes away. I don't need to eat the whole entire chocolate bar, right? (laughs) So um, it's okay though. I just want to make sure that you understand that it is okay to give in and eat the chocolate that you're craving. Um, but again, I'll just reiterate, you just don't need to make it a habit of eating a chocolate bar a day. So the best way to get um, my chocolate fix is to get that little square of chocolate. But I also, again, I'm going to keep talking about it because I feel like it's been my little go-to tool for a while is I love to make up a mug of her nightly hot cocoa. It has tons of antioxidants in it and it only has one gram of sugar. And it just really, really does satisfy that chocolate craving. Another craving um, that is super common is just, and I mean, it's kind of generalized, is just junk food, all right? Processed foods, okay? Um, Sometimes we crave junk food because, again, we eat it all the time, and so we have actually become addicted to it. Processed foods, actually, they have ingredients in it. This is so evil, but we... (laughs) These foods actually have ingredients that have been put in them to specifically create food addictions, right? So that we keep buying more and more of it, which is just evil of that food industry, but that's just how it is. So just be aware of that. Eating junk food can stimulate a reward system in which our brain then releases all of our happy hormones like dopamine and other chemicals that our brain interprets as pleasurable, right? So we want more and we want more, right? So by eating modern junk foods can cause this reward system like I've talked about that is it's so much more powerful than any whole food. So that's the problem is it's like this poor whole food that's super nutritious for us doesn't really stand a chance um, compared to this processed junk food, right? Because it's whole foods natural (laughs) and processed food is unnatural and it's chemical and it's literally made to cause addiction. Okay. So just know that really we just need to try to eat as much whole healthy food as possible and to eliminate, that would be ideal, or um, to at least reduce this junk food. Okay. So important. Um, All right. Sometimes though, you know, there's a lot of foods that we have that's associated with our childhood and memories of positive or negative times in our lives. So for example, um, like every time I walk into a movie theater, I, I really want a big like my own, <laughs> my own box of popcorn, because that's something that I just remember loving as a kid, just going to the movies and getting my popcorn. And so this has become something that's like a trigger for me. Every time I smell it, it's just like, and so many times I'll walk into that movie theater and I'll think, no, I'm not going to get popcorn today. Cause I always feel so gross after I eat it. But then the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, mm, I really wish I had some of that popcorn. So I just try to 
you know, sneak some stuff into the movie theater that can still satisfy that craving, but not make me feel like crap. So I love to like sneak in things that are kind of the same, um, but a little bit more nutrient dense. So things like, um, either home, um, popped popcorn, or I will take in some nuts or something like that, that I can feel like keeps my hands busy and gives me that little like pleasure that comes from snacking on something while I'm watching a movie. So that's just something that I just want to like point out to you guys that that is something that is, just habit-based and we are kind of creatures of habit. So there's a lot of these cravings that happen, not because we are actually nutrient deficient. Um, it's more just that they are habit, although nutrient deficiency plays a huge role in, in our cravings. Um, you know, for instance, like just as an example, through the holidays, how many of you guys ate cookies that you have don't eat any other time of year, but because it's Christmas time, you know, it's because your mom used to always make these cookies at Christmas time and it just brings that happy, fun, you know, nostalgia and memories. And so a lot of these cravings, you know, come from that kind of a source. So just, just, you know, just be mindful of it. So let's talk about how do we overcome junk food cravings, right? Overcoming these cravings can be kind of tricky because they're so strong again, like, cause they're chemical, they're very, very strong and it can, they can make us like really, like not be able to stop thinking about the cravings until we actually give in. The best way to minimize junk food cravings is to limit the amount of processed foods that we eat and focus on balanced meals that contain a variety of nutrients. Um, I always talk about a concept called crowding out. So for instance, the, you know, the example that I gave you about going to the movies with, um, sneaking in, I know I'm not supposed to do that, but hmm, whatever. Um, try to, you know, if you're like, Oh, every night, We usually have ice cream. Well, what if you, you know, instead you could grab a big bowl of delicious blueberries or something like that that's still sweet and yummy and gives you a little treat before bed, but it doesn't make you feel, you know, junky afterwards. Like maybe you can do kind of that instead of telling yourself, I can't have junk food because I don't know that that works very well for the long term, but instead say, I get to have a cup full of blueberries. They're so delicious. And you think about the positive things. And the more you do this kind of crowding out um, strategy, all of a sudden it's like the kind of junk food stuff doesn't even have room to fit in. And so it's not something that you think about as much anymore. So it takes some time, it takes some practice. You got to kind of figure out what's going to work for you. Um, But that's a a good strategy that I would recommend for you too. But by eating healthy, nutrient-dense foods, um, if we can start our day out right with that, it really does set us up for success. So if you can start your day with not maybe eating, I don't know, cinnamon rolls, (laughs) although that's fun every once in a while, but just not every morning, um, you really will have less cravings throughout the day and you're going to really set yourself up for success. If your body has had enough micro and macronutrients to sustain energy levels, then our bodies won't signal to us that we need to binge on sugars and salts and all the things, right? But when we're in a moment and those unhealthy cravings are super strong, And we all know it's so hard to resist grabbing junk food in those times, even when our brain is like, no, I really should be eating blueberries, right? It's really, really hard. It's so hard to resist. I get it. But I want you to also know that that's where uh, Mixer's product, Her Crave, comes in, right? So I don't know if you guys have tried it or not, but it's magical. What it does is it's all natural. It's just, you know, you just have a packet of it. Um, We just came out with these really fun, a fun version of it in pixie sticks that you know, the first version was just a powder that goes into any of your drinks. It had no flavor. It could go into your yogurts. It could go into your smoothies. It just mixed mixed in easily to whatever you were eating. And then it helps to curb your appetite or your um, unhealthy cravings for up to three hours. But 
these new ones are like little pixie sticks and they have some yummy flavors. And so it's kind of funny. You just put it on your tongue and then it dissolves and it helps to, like I said, reduce these unhealthy cravings for up to three hours. What it does is it's signaling um, to release CCK, which is a hormone that tells our body that we are already full and we're already satisfied. So it really comes to the rescue. It's something that I know personally that I love and I always like to have it on hand because I know that if I can get past some of these like... Oh, unrelenting cravings and just get past and through them without giving into them, then I always end up feeling so much better. And then I have less and less of these types of cravings. So, you know, that's something that it's really nice for me to have to help me avoid caving into unhealthy cravings because I also know that it's helping my body to regain hormonal balance. When I'm having a lot of cravings, that's a sign that there's hormonal imbalance. So, it helps me to reduce cravings overall when I'm doing this. All right, last one, which you guys are going to think is kind of funny. Healthy food cravings. <laughs> Healthy food isn't always exactly what you think of when the word cravings comes to mind, but there are definitely instances when your body will crave healthy food. Um, when I get migraine headaches, I used to get them a lot. I crave artichokes, right? Um, so when your body is craving healthy foods, what it's most likely telling us is that there is a nutrient deficiency that is, and it's signaling to our brain to consume foods um, that have these kinds of nutrients. So for instance, artichokes have high levels of magnesium in it. And so migraines often happen when we are magnesium deficient. So there, you know, there's that. So consistent intake of healthy, healthy foods can also lead our body to recognize a pattern and then to create healthier habits um, where we crave healthier meals. All right. So this is one food craving that you don't need to fight. If your body is asking for healthy food, please follow those cravings and eat something nutritious. It's really as simple as that. Cravings are strong, but we are stronger <laughs> Let's all make it our New Year's resolution this year um, to nourish our body and our soul with all the things that we really need to fill us up. Our bodies are so amazing. If we give them the right fuel, if we give them the love and the attention that it needs, then our bodies will always thank us with health and energy and vitality. And I know I need that for this upcoming year. Definitely. I need it every day. So it's worth it for us to kind of pay attention and try to try to overcome some of these unhealthy cravings that might be uh, attacking us a little bit, especially this time of year. Thank you so much for joining me again today. It's always fun to get on these, um, these episodes and talk about these things because I feel like they're important topics. Um, nothing much more important than our health. And I am really looking forward to this coming year. We have a lot that we're going to be talking about, some really fun and exciting guests that will be coming up that you guys are going to love listening and learning from. Um, if you enjoyed this particular episode, would you please share it with the girls in your life? Uh, we absolutely love the amazing community that is growing here at It's Her Time Podcast and with Mixers. And we love connecting with all of you as much as possible. If you guys have any questions or you have topic ideas that you'd like me to cover in future episodes, write me, send me a message. You can contact me through my email at Cody. My name is spelled C-O-D-Y at mixers.com and mixers is M-I-X-H-E-R-S.com. Or you can just DM me on our Instagram account at mixers, again, M-I-X-H-E-R-S, and just type attention Cody and they'll make sure that your messages get forwarded to me. Next week, Jess will be joining me again on Tuesday for another fun and informative um, episode. And then next Friday, I will be coming back to talk about how to break through hormonal weight gain plateaus. 
Ugh, how many of you guys have been struggling with this? This is something that's common usually around the time that we turn 35 up until we are, you know, hitting menopause. This is a huge issue. And so I want to talk about how we can work with our bodies um, to work with our hormones. You know, we are we are amazing, intricate beings and um, just following the same exercise and nutrition plan that every human follows doesn't really work for us because we aren't just smaller versions of men. We are women with um, hormones that fluctuate all the time. So we're going to talk about how to break through some of these hormonal weight gain plateaus. So you don't want to miss it. Um, Subscribe. It's Her Time Podcast. You know, when you subscribe, you'll get early access to our episodes and you'll also get notified when they go live. So you'll be sure to not miss them. So there you go. This has been fun. This is a good conversation. I wish you guys all the best. Have a very, very happy and healthy weekend. And until next week, I just want to give you guys all the love, all the hugs, and I can't wait to continue this conversation again next week. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Her Power. Show up in life focused, on point, full of energy, but without the crash and habit-forming behaviors that caffeine can cause. Her Power is a non-stimulant energy supplement that provides stamina, concentration, mental support, and mind clarity. Struggle with a racing mind, anxiety, or feel consistently tired? Her Power is your answer. Check us out on social media at Mixers, M-I-X-H-E-R-S, or at Mixers.com.